things are tough in these different environments uh, with different things happening. Maybe because of the layoffs, your workload has in, uh, has raised and increased because of everything around you, teams being let go. Uh, so how do you deal with that? You know, you might have someone who can help you manage that. Hello and welcome to the PyBytes podcast, where we talk about Python, career, and mindset. We're your hosts. I'm Julian Sequeira. And I am Bob Beldebos. If you're looking to improve your Python, your career, and learn the mindset for success, this is the podcast for you. Let's get started. Welcome back to another PyBytes podcast episode. This is Julian. I'm here with Bob. How's it going, man? Hi, everybody. Bob here. Cool. Uh, good. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. It's uh, late in the evening, but I'm pumped. Still pumped. I've got my PyBytes shirt for all the uh, YouTubers watching this. Thank you. Thank you. And I have my PyBytes, this giant flask of a PyBytes mug. It's the biggest coffee cup we have in the house. I've got a nice tea for all our- My protein shake, not affiliated. We're just, we just <laughs> laughing that this should actually- uh, maybe... should have a PyBytes logo on those things. Yeah. That'd be good. A comfortable drink. Yeah. No, this is for our um, our British oh. friends out there. I'm drinking a nice English breakfast tea. Hmm. It's too hot to sip. I can't do it. <laughs> anyway, so into the episode. How? Um, let's let's start with some wins, man. What's going on in your wins? Cool. Uh, you go first. Oh, you want me to go first? Okay. Oh. All right. Fine. To put me on the spot. Okay. One quick personal win. I just got to give a shout out to my friend Jake or Jacob. We just got married on the weekend, and a slight part of my wins is that it was our first night off without the kids in a year since our anniversary last year at some point, and uh, it was amazing. It was such a good night out, great friends, made some new friends, all that sort of thing, and uh, it was just wonderful to see them get married. It's really, really cool. Um, so, yeah, Jake, if you're listening, I'm going to send him this episode anyway, but congrats again uh, to you and Tash. And uh, the other thing for me is, uh, so as you, as some of you might know, I'm learning Korean uh, because I've fallen in love with the language and just trying to do my best to learn it. And this week I took a big step. I enabled the Korean keyboard on my phone and was actually able to type someone's name into the chat, one of my friends over there. So that was, uh, that was very cool. It's a big win for nice. me. Nice. Yeah. Say something what? in Korean. No. No. <laughs> 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 not on the podcast <laughs> okay All right, cool, cool. <laughs> thanks thanks man thanks for <laughs> moving did on it, did you see that one <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i, did I love those pictures of the wedding uh oh, nice. the dress and stuff like, nice save buddy nice, nice save yeah. it was a good shirt too yeah. <laughs> it's a good yeah. shirt i was wearing anyway you your turn what's yeah. what's your win then well your korean <laughs> does inspire me to go back on italki and um maybe practice some french uh, but that's not a win yet because I haven't done it. <clears throat> but um, yeah, it's definitely on my mind. Now, the win, the win for this week for me is uh, picking YouTube back up um, mm. on the PyBest YouTube channel and doing yeah, kind of a video a day on Python Python related topics. So we did a bit of uh, PyGitHub uh, typing, all kinds of stuff, just just random as things come up. And we um, we keep the videos short, so typically mm. two to six minutes, some go to ten minutes, but not longer, and keep them bite sized because that's what we're all about. And uh, always, yeah, some code related, sharing screen, 
life coding stuff and uh so far people love it so i'm happy to hear mm -hmm. that and uh we keep up the momentum because uh, we think it's important to um keep sharing that content out and not only for the community but it's actually also very helpful for our clients and coaches uh as part of code reviewing and stuff so yeah pretty happy nice man that. those are good those are fantastic i really enjoy reviewing them when you send them they're such fun little quick bite-sized nuggets of uh Mm. you know python goodness so i really like that just actually question for you before we dive into the episode do you do you ever get stuck while you're recording them oh yeah <laughs> yeah and do people see that um no i i edit them quite a bit uh but okay. if the mistakes are useful i do leave some of that in Cool. Um, but for the sake of time, as I want them to be shorter, um, I have to kind of edit. But if we would allow ourselves to do a longer format as Code Clinic, then mm -hmm. yeah, completely raw and leave all like this. This week on the Code Clinic, uh, I got stuck on Django migration. Something really weird was happening. Yeah, uh, turned out it was pointing to a wrong database, and that was a whole mess up for five ten minutes. But that was actually useful. Uh, but that's then a different format, a longer format. You know? Yeah. Okay. No, cool. I, I, cause you know, the feedback is always from people. Oh, we love seeing Bob get stuck because that's where, you know, we get a lot of learning. So, uh, for those of you watching and listening, if you want to see more of Bob getting stuck, let us know so we can figure out a way for you to see that. Cause that's, um, it's actually really interesting seeing how this, uh, champion over here troubleshoots and debugs things when they go wrong it's actually well, that's that's a good reminder i appreciate it because mm. uh now you got me thinking like next time i cut something out maybe i leave it in and i'll leave it up to the reviewer or you <laughs> to mm. give it a go or not you know cut it out yeah too long too long i don't have time for that <laughs> no, but when you say like oh this is cool leave it in then you just mm. leave it in yeah, so. No, that's cool. I'm joking, yeah. man. Joking. I love it. Uh, okay, so we'll dive into the episode. Now, this one is a, a touchy subject in a way, but we're going to try it. We're going to try it. So a couple of weeks ago, uh, for you regular listeners, we talked about the layoffs that have been happening in the tech industry and more so not commentary on it, but more like, what can you do? What's in your power? What's in your control? Uh, and given that in the past week or two, there have been thousands of more layoffs announced across, you know, Amazon and Meta, and I assume the rest of them. Um, we thought we'd touch on something that we didn't mention last time. Uh, so if you're interested, I would say first listen to that last episode. We'll we'll put it in the notes. I can't remember the numbers. Like six, like maybe, yeah. Oh, like no, that was that was too old. Maybe it was 105 or something. I don't know. Mm. Whatever it was, um, but yeah, we'll we'll um, we'll put that in the notes for you. For this episode, we wanted to talk around talk about going it alone, and the fact that you shouldn't be. So it's not easy seeing people around you being made redundant. It's not easy finding out that your job has been made redundant and no longer exists, especially the way that these companies have handled it, which has been pretty crappy and um, pretty disgusting, as I said last time. Um, but there's no need to go it alone. It's just like that Legend of Zelda thing. Here, take this. No need to go alone. Go it alone, whatever it is. But um, the point is people don't lean on the people around them as often as they should. Uh, it's very easy to 
compartmentalize and just say, no, everything's okay. And just try and swallow all of that stress and that pain and that frustration and the anger and the disappointment and the embarrassment and whatever feelings and emotions that you might have towards what's happening around you. Uh, it's really important to talk about it. It's really important to share it with those around you and to, again, lean on those people around you. Uh, so Bob, what's the, what's that rule? I always say this wrong. It's that rule about you are the people you spend the most time with. Uh, Jim Rohn? Yeah. The average me. of the five people you hang out, hang out with the most. Like yeah, that. that's, that's the one. So actually, because I'm, I've just been yapping and I want a sip of this lovely tea. Could you just explain what that means? <laughs> sure. So basically, yeah, that's, uh, I think the quote recognized or Jim Rohn or whoever said, I think it was Jim Rohn, that um, a big part of your life uh, you spend with, with a relatively few number of people, right? And these people have a big influence on you and that influence builds you, right? Defines partly who you are. You know, of course, you have your own core values and all that, but yeah, just a few people you hang out with the most could be your wife, spouse, uh, kids, parents, best friends. Uh, they have a large influence on who you are, right? And you know, on your thinking perceptions. And I think you're saying that you can use that, leverage that in this tough situation, right? Yep, exactly. That's, that's exactly where I'm going. And so I, what I encourage everyone listening to do is not just, you know, go and complain to the person next to you, right? Is think about who those people are for you. Who are those five people that have the most influence on you as a person and who you are? Uh, it may be, I don't know, someone that you talk to every day during your commute to work. It could be at work, someone who's your work best friend, who is uh, your longest childhood friend. It could be anyone, right? Uh, that you spend that most time with. And to identify this, think about the people who, when big life things happen to you, who do you go to first? So for me, obviously, other than my wife, it's Bob. <laughs> the second anything happens, I mean, if I get a haircut, he hears about it, right? So I got a haircut last Thursday, Bob. It's pretty good. Um, and I just and, only now noticed it. Yeah. yeah, he only noticed it just before this podcast recording. It's been a week. That's how terrible i gotta find another person so that's that's the point though right so whoever those five people are for you really really engage them when things are tough and hopefully you already are doing that um but to add to that there may be people that you spend time with that say aren't in those top five they aren't the closest people but they at the very least understand what you're going through and to that point it's likely going to be people in your workplace and hopefully you have people that you can talk to. Hopefully you're networking and building that environment around you there that you can, I guess, speak with people about these sorts of emotions and these things. Because if they're going through it with you, or at the least in the same environment as you, maybe their jobs haven't been let go, maybe you have, maybe vice versa. Uh, maybe you're in different departments, whatever it happens to be they're in the same trenches with you mm. and they can understand what you're going through. So leverage them, um, speak with them and share, be open and honest and raw how you're feeling because 
that's the only way that we're all going to get through it. And I know that sounds a bit cheesy, but it's the reality. If we just sit here and don't share how we're feeling, then it, everyone's just going to suffer in silence, right? So this is, again, going back to that whole this environment of the layoffs and return to office and all these things happening in these companies that are upsetting people. We need You need to talk about it or it's just mm. going to drive you up the wall. Uh, so, Bob, I'm going to move on to a concept here, but before I do that, is there anything you want to add? No, that's perfect. Yeah. yeah. Please move on. Well, then let me have this tea in silence. Mm. It's going to be cold by the time this podcast is over. I want to have it while it's hot. So, all right. So, two, th- two, two really concepts. Is it for the drink or just the logo? No, just kidding. It's for the mug. I want everyone to see. I'm going to change hands <laughs> so you can see the logo, the, the message on the back of the mug. Uh, so, there, there's a concept here that I want you to think about. And it's so two people brought this to me in a week, which is why I've added it to this podcast. So one, thank you to Reese for sharing this concept with me. Uh, he shared the concept of the personal board and also to another friend of mine, Jane Perry, for sharing the circle of advisors. You know, I so essentially very similar concepts. And what this is talking about is who are those people that you would strategically go to for different things professionally and personally? Right. So it's like having your, as I like that, um, this, this visualization from the term circle of advisors or personal board of directors in a way. Who are the people that you go to when you need advice on, say, um, I don't know, handle a promotion or if you're handling a difficult situation at work, who would you talk to? If you're going through a tough time, who's going to be that person? Mm. And one of the techniques you can do is think about the people around you and almost rate them. There is a resource from the Harvard Business Review, which we'll put in the show notes. Um, I've got that link, Bob. Uh, again, thank you to Jane for sending me that. Um, and there's a scorecard that they've given you that you can literally rate people and tick the boxes. This person is great for this support style, and they only want to be emailed. They don't like instant messenger. So you can figure this out. You don't have to get that granular, but the point is, is that you can build this sort of circle of advisors around you. And that way you have that comfort zone of knowing if things are tough in these different environments uh, with different things happening, maybe because of the layoffs, your workload has has raised and increased because of everything around you, teams being let go. Uh, So how do you deal with that? You know, you might have someone who can help you manage that. So the idea is build up this circle of advisors, this personal board so that you can have you know who to talk to in any given situation. And that might provide some level of comfort and guidance um, when things are pretty crappy, like they can be right now. Right. So that's almost like having a board of specialists and just recognizing that you don't discuss everything with anybody, but there's just Mm. some people that are better at guiding you on on certain things. Yep. So for example, I might come to you for only Python because you are so freaking good at Python, right? But I may not trust you enough to talk to you about, say, the stresses I'm going through with my kids. Now, that's obviously not true because we talk about Bad everything. Example, but because we talk about everything, bro. <laughs> we talked about both of those things today. Um, but that's but yeah, the that's the what theory, I mean, right? So, yeah, yeah. yeah, so that that's how it would work. And that way you don't have to think about, because it can be quite daunting back to that, 
who are those five people around you trying to find five people who are like the perfect person to talk to about anything and everything right mm. that's really difficult to find so uh by making it kind of separate like this into their strengths areas uh it can actually be pretty empowering uh, and mm. it also the article that we'll share take sort of flips it on its head like this way you kind of don't need a dedicated mentor because you have multiple mentors in these different mm. skills areas so it's right. so an interesting one um now, before we, again, we're keeping this pretty succinct, this episode, uh, before we move into the wrap-up, if you don't have people like this that you can think of, I just wanted to give you some a couple of actionable steps. Do you mind if I go into those, Bob? Mm. I waited till you took a oh. sip of water. By all means. <laughs> um, okay, so how do you find those people? Well, the, the simplistic thing is just go and talk to people at work, Right. Join them in the lunchroom, uh, but most of us are virtual, hopefully still, whatever, uh, if we can manage it. Uh, so if that's happening, right, and you can't just walk up to someone and meet them, uh, join some communities. Now, this is a bit of a plug for us, but join our Slack community. There's a couple of thousand people in there going through very similar things as you, and conversations are organic, they're respectful, and they're amazing. We People have built lifelong connections through the community. So it doesn't even have to be ours, right? Obviously, I'm just going to mention ours, but join any community and mm. find people to talk to through that. Um, another one for me is don't be afraid to connect with friends and past colleagues and even current colleagues on LinkedIn. You know, Use that as a networking resource um, and then ask people for a coffee chat. Most people won't be adverse to you asking for 15 minutes of their time just to get something off your chest, right? Or just to say hello and introduce yourself. It could even be kicking off that relationship, right? So if you know this person would be great for helping you manage uh, how to write something, whatever, like a proposal or something like that, then try and get them for a 15-minute coffee on um, a coffee chat. Yeah, 15 virtual. minutes is great. Like it's short yeah. time. Uh, we even do this ourselves, right? We made a new calendar, Pirates Chat. And we, we, yeah, if people need career advice and help with their Python, we, we happily spend those 15 minutes. It's a short segment of time. And that's all you need to get the ball rolling, right? And get some momentum. So, uh, yeah. yeah. And and again, it goes to shows like we're all remote, mostly, but hopping on calls and doing some stuff face-to-face -face. might not be in person, but at least seeing each other as a whole uh, new dimension. I think that's also kind of relevant to highlight with the increased, increased use of AI tools that the human factor, right? That's, uh, oh, yeah. that's important. <laughs> yep, exactly. Uh, so if you can get them on a video call, even better, that's that, that'd be amazing. Yeah. Uh, especially yeah. when, you know, it can help you connect with people a bit easier. If you, happen to have a kid run in or something like that. And they're like, oh, yeah, my kids do that all the time. You know, this instant rapport being yeah, built. Yeah, I was reminded this morning, I was uh, I met somebody uh, on Zoom for 20 minutes mm. about an upcoming podcast. It's going to be exciting. Mm. Not giving away the guest name yet, but um, <laughs> and, and we connected. And we had a wonderful chat and, um, yeah, shared experiences. And it was awesome. I'm like, wow, just for 20 minutes. And I had a very um, insightful chat and a lot of energy that i um showed up for work today after that call you know it's cool it wasn't me was it 
Well, it's not you this time. <laughs> Your <laughs> okay. messages were before that already. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. But yeah, nice. Well, th- thanks for letting me ramble this week, Bob. I, I appreciate it. Well, um, I could chime in a few times. And that, last week you let me do the packaging one. So there you go. There you go. I'll let you, let you. It's not that, you know, things didn't go well on my end and I couldn't make it. <laughs> no, I, I just, I just yeah. took it. <laughs> no, thank you. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate you covering. So and there you go. That's why you're like number two on my five person list. You know, number one, because, you know, the, of course, my partner is always going to be number one. Uh, but yeah, better be, better be default. She uh, actually, she's, she's number zero. You're number one. There you uh, go. Yeah. Zero that's, that's from the P zero days when some microsystems were the P zero server. Down. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, to wrap it up, books. What are you into? Uh, books. What are you- yeah. Um, follow your advice. Reading some more novels. It's relaxing. And they're still in fluent Python. Um, mm-hmm. Just bit by bit, you know. And gonna- yeah, the, the essays, essays from Montaigne. Uh, I do enjoy that. It's a bit of philosophy and an early passion for that. And um, just it can be dense, but just, just little bits, you know, and random advice. Mm-hmm. I like it. I don't read. I do, don't do books for the completion anymore. I dropped that goal. Yeah. Just to like learn, that. you know. Yeah. Same. It does mean you have to invest in a lot of bookmarks. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm out of bookmarks. Can you send me? Maybe it should make Pybytes bookmarks. Pybytes bookmark. That'd be cool. Yeah. Or you can just rip a piece of paper up. Yeah. yeah I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm at this point that I'm using uh, the tickets from the pizzas as bookmarks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. good. I like it. So just elaborate because you went in, you mentioned Fluent Python, you mentioned the essays from who was the name? Montaigne. Monta- Montaigne. Okay. But you you very quickly glossed over fiction. Mm. Are you actually reading fiction? Yes. What are you reading? So I'm still on that uh a Dutch novel, which I, I I'm basically repeating books I, I read 20 years ago. That's know. cool. Yeah, that's not. I, I've read kinda, certain fiction books. There's many a certain times. energy with some of these books that I can still bring back, and that's all thanks to the journaling, by the way, where I got that idea mm. from. Yeah. So, yeah, but mostly Dutch novels. Yeah. Are they romance novels? You seem that like that kind of a sappy guy. Elaborate on that. <laughs> are they? <laughs> or are you are they like sci-fi books or oh no sci-fi much... no that that's still something to be explored yeah okay yeah it's more like uh historic novels a bit of philosophy in there yeah i'm gonna okay so everyone this is accountability i'm gonna send through your book recommendations for bob for fiction please we need to educate this man on um some quality stuff all right so please I send know. them through i got the uh, ender's game on my kindle and, and I oh know that's I'm, okay I need to get through those as well. Yeah. Nice. I did read the right, Martian, I think. Yeah, that was pretty good. Okay. That's okay. We're gonna send you some some classics and get you into Oh you yeah. Know. That that would be amazing. There, there's that other one. <clears throat> was that Snow Crash? Oh that I don't know. Maybe oh, I'm yeah. the heathen. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But send <laughs> us in. That will be fun. Yeah. Nice. Not that I not have enough books to read already, but uh, yeah. Excellent. That took way longer than I thought to ask yeah. you that question. Sorry. Oh now it's your turn. All right. So actually, and here I am criticizing you about fiction. Well, because you all know I'm making my way through the 
uh, Wizard of Earthsea Quartet. I'm on still on book three. Um, I'll share that I actually kicked off on Audible. That's why I'm looking at my phone, just bringing it up quickly. A Brief History of Time. So I was just happened to be going through my uh, Audible library randomly and thought, what's something different I can read that's uh, or listen to that's not self-help or something like that, mindset book? And, yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about the Stephen Hawking book. So I uh, started playing it. Man, it is it is good. I'm enjoying it. It's uh, it's very technical, even from an audiobook perspective. So mm. I can only listen to it when I'm in the shower because I need that full focus. I, otherwise, I'd just be sitting on the couch listening to it with my eyes closed, right? Um, because I need to be able to really picture what it is that they're saying and understand it. Very technical, but I love it. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think he does make it accessible, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. The yeah. the um, the way he draws the picture or paints the picture, the analogies and uh, synergies to things uh, is really, really intelligently done um, and well done. So I appreciate a simpleton in the art of physics and quantum. I'm just throwing out words from the Marvel Universe now. Quantum dynamics. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think am... on a previous episode, I, I recommended uh, his other book. More recent, um, big answers to big questions or something. Okay, um, yeah, and I, I flew through it. Not that it was easy, but it was it was really engaging. It was it was fascinating. Yeah, yeah, yeah I love this sort of stuff. Yeah, gives anyway, me hope. You can all right. That's it. Books. Uh, we should stop rambling. Hour, but uh, we value your time. Yes, thank you everyone for listening to this very haphazard ending to the episode. Uh, but yeah, back to the the point of the episode, get your circle of advisors together, your personal board, uh, and we really wish everyone the best. We know it's not an easy time, and um, we certainly feel it. We see it a lot, and uh, we're right there with you, and we hope uh, the best for everyone, whatever your situation is. Try and adopt that uh, growth mindset. Think about what it is you're gaining rather than what you're losing. That's yep. the uh, advice from a good friend of mine, Chantel. Uh, Thomas. So thank you, Chantel, for that wisdom as well. Um, but yeah, that's it from us. Thank you for listening. We'll be back awesome. next week. And if you have any comments or uh, requests for future topics, then check out this episode on YouTube and comment there. And while on YouTube, go to our channel and uh, give it a subscribe because uh, we have a lot of uh, cool content coming. Beautiful. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Cheers. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. To hear more from us, go to pybyte slash friends. That is pybit.es slash friends and receive a free gift just for being a friend of the show. And to join our thriving Slack community of Python programmers, go to pybyte slash community. That's pybit.es forward slash community. We hope to see you there and catch you in the next episode.